Welcome to the Battle of New York. Rich Hernandez here. Matt Nodell here. Sorry, Matt and I we had a we had a heated debate prior to the we're not we're, I'm not I see your face right now. We're not getting into this. No, we're not doing it. We're gonna talk about uh we were talking about some Blue Jays stuff. Uh we're we're tuning into Yankees Blue Jays right now. Uh as a fan who doesn't really care about either of these teams, what a great matchup. Would love to see it in the playoffs. I'm telling you, these two teams, like, we always joke, like, when we're together, like, these two teams do not, like, these two teams do not like each other. No, I actually was having the conversation with someone today. Obviously, Yankees-Red Sox is probably the biggest rivalry in all of sports, but at the current moment, especially with the new, uh, the new schedule, it feels like Blue Jays-Yankees is, like, more of a, and even, like, Yankees-Rays. Yeah, no, it's, it's huge. The Yankees have really good rivalries going with teams. I mean, you talk about, I think the Blue Jays are number one. And then you got to, I mean, you play the Rays, they're in division. They're, they got to be, and they're playing so well right now. They're number two. And then I say Guardians three and then Astros four. I say Astros four because, you know, I watch, you know, I dabble in other sports and Joel Embiid said it when it comes to the Celtics. Can't call it a rivalry if you never beat them. Um, and the Yankees, unfortunately, yeah. as much as I love to have them beat the Astros, they haven't done it yet. So you can't call it like a huge, huge rivalry because right now it's just been one sided. Yeah, I mean, Yankees Red Sox will always be. I think down the stretch, it really depends because with the new schedule, when the Yankees, <sighs> here's the thing, I, the problem I have with the new schedule, it depends when you play teams, right? Yeah. Because like, I mean, some teams have the hardest schedule in the MLB, like the Yankees they listed. And then some teams have an easy ride, have the easiest schedule, like the Mets. And they play great. Oh, they haven't played great. But it's, they're Look, looking better now. They're we did one thing now. you guys couldn't do. We beat the Rays. Well, we split against the Rays. We won a series against the Rays. Three games. We won a series. How'd you guys do in the three-game series? We played a four-game series. What about the three-game series before it? We've split twice. No. I'm pretty sure we've played two four-game Check series. Check it. I, I can't. I guarantee. I'm going to check it right now. But I'll, I'll guarantee it. I'll pull a Charles Barkley. I guarantee it. Guaranteed. Uh, no, but what I was going to say is actually the Mets Marlins is another. No, I think you're right, actually. I think it was. I, I am think, right. I know I'm right. I think but... we. No, you're. No, yeah. It was It was two out of three the Rays won, but we felt good about all of the games um, in I'm, some yeah. capacity. Because yeah, because the Rays are si sig playing significantly better baseball than anyone in MLB right now. Yeah, and, <laughs> and we. As a Yankee fan right now, I was pretty, you know, we we had pretty gloom um, takes on both of our teams. But uh, the woes that the Yankees were having in terms of offense, um, you know, we all, you know, as a fan, you hope that when guys come back from injury, they, the team as a whole will play better. Sometimes it doesn't happen, though. Sometimes the team as a whole is in a funk, but guys are coming back from injury right now if, for the offense, and it's starting to click, and then guys... It's kind of opening up for guys that weren't clicking to start clicking more. Um, having Judge back in the lineup, having Bader back in the lineup, um, it's really been beneficial for the lineup as a whole. And it makes the lineup feel a little bit more deeper because you can put guys that should be on the bench on the bench, kind of rotate them in and out. Yeah. It's just been uh, it's been fun baseball to watch between the uh, the Rays and the Yankees. I was actually at the, the Rays game Friday night. I, I know you know that, Rich. That what that game was. Yeah, it looks sick. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I actually tweeted this before Alonzo hit the walk off. Uh, that was 
the Mets Rays game last night was the m- most I've enjoyed a baseball game on TV in quite some time just cuz the Rays play I don't know what it is about the Rays but like watching them play is just fun. Like they play baseball I'm not going to say the right way cuz I hate when people say that but they play in a way that is just so entertaining to me. Uh and I kind of like how a lot of the guys in their team are you don't really know but like by the end of the series you're like wow like I just love the, these guys like their brand of baseball. Uh, I, think like, I think it's funny because like the Rays could have anybody and you just sit there and when someone comes up and you're like, who's this guy? And you're like, ah, it doesn't matter. They're going to be, they're probably going to mash a 450 foot homer right here. God, who was the guy on Tuesday night who had two, three run home runs? What was it? Siri? I don't know. Was it, was it series really good? There's Parades that's been playing really well. But it's well. like, I can't I can't put a face to name because like, there's too many of them. Yeah, well, all I know is Jose Siri was the one that had two lollipops in his in his uh, hair, and he had one in the mouth. He, he was going – he's a baller. The team's just – it's really good. The game Friday night, I – you know, being in the stadium, it was the second time this year I've been there. Um, that was the – so I went in 2021 – to the, the playoff clinching game, game 162. And this was right there in terms of atmosphere of a game because it was back and forth the whole time. You know, Garrett Cole didn't look his sharpest. He gave up a home run first inning. I'm sitting there. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Rizzo goes short porch. And then, you know, Volpe hits the home run. And there was timely hitting later in the innings. Jason Adam comes in. Rizzo immediately hits his second home run. Oh, wasn't it his bobblehead night? It was his bobblehead night. I didn't get a bobblehead. I was pretty sad. You didn't? No, I didn't. Because the traffic, I the traffic on the way there added an hour and a half to our trip. So a two and a half hour ride became uh, a four hour ride to get to New York. It was insane. I've never hit that much traffic. You didn't do the Rich Hernandez early bird special. I tried. We tried. We had planned on it. You like the. It was insane. I mean, I think the crowd for that night was like 47,000 and some change. I mean, it was packed in the stadium. And I loved uh, everyone was really kind of in every pitch. Even when we were down, it it was just uh, because I think Yankee fans as a whole, um, they knew the magnitude of the series. and They knew how big it was going to be. Yeah, you guys had to split. We had to. Oh, we had to. And uh, I mean, we should have won the series. Yes. I'll take a split though. In this case, it was uh, it was a fun time though. I really enjoyed. I was happy that we got the win. Um, I'm two and zero when we go, so pretty much uh, I feel like I should go to every game. I'm one and zero, so I I agree. I mean, I'm going Sunday. Very, I think Verlander's going to be on the slate. I mean, obviously he's coming off a bad start, but like where he I, said he he literally said he pitched like shit. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that was I think it was Gelbs who asked him. Yeah, uh, but I mean, how can you not like uh? Verlander is a competitor. I mean, like he got shelled. He knew it. Uh, he he said his mechanics are off a little bit, but I'm ex- I'm just excited because I still haven't seen Scherzer pitch in a Mets uniform. Uh, last year I went to nine games, didn't see him pitch in a Mets uniform. Yeah, you got a lot of Cookie. Yeah, last year I saw Cookie like four times and uh, Bassett like three times. But uh, I am excited to see Verlander on the mound, especially versus a Guardians team that has had some trouble offensively. Uh. And I've never been to Sunday Night Baseball. I think that'll be cool. Yeah, I mean, so I want to ask you because both teams are—they've uh, been playing better as of late. As you know, as has Waldo Cabrera just hits a, a nice little double. He needed that. He did need. Well, he's been playing better lately, even. Um, but you know, 
I, di- I digress. I'll talk. Maybe I'll touch on on that later. But um, both teams are definitely playing better baseball in the past. I mean, the Yankees has been like the past week and a half, and for the Mets, it's, it's two days. Been, it's been two days, <laughs> but. Um, to, but you're playing the Rays, so that's what it, makes it a little but different. Yeah. But like, as as a Mets fan, are you sitting there still nervous because the difference between the two is like I, I joked about it earlier, but it is true. In the strength of schedule, the Yankees have had the hardest out of any major league team so far, and the Mets have had the easiest. So do you feel as though like a little nervous going into like, cause you, it's only going to go up in terms of difficulty from here or so it should. Um, do you think that there's enough there right now for this team to really fight for it? Or I like, I just want to get your opinion on that because from the outside looking in, I'm like, sometimes they always say you can't win the division. Or you can't you can't make the playoffs in April, but you can certainly lose out on it. Um, well, it's you, May, but or May, you know what I mean. <laughs> You're let's look at the April for the Mets. It was atrocious. It was not atrocious because they did start fourteen and seven. It was it was a it was a bad twenty two game stretch. They went six and sixteen. Here's the thing: it's like I just I don't know because the the Mets go like. Four and nine against the worst teams in the MLB, and then they beat the Rays. Like I just, this team makes no sense. So I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, my hope is that the young kids bringing it, they'll be all right. But the whole thing is like with the Metses, and especially we talked about this last episode. The NL is so bad; you literally just have to stay five hundred till September. <laughs> like realistically, to make the playoffs in the NL. The Braves are going to be 20 games above 500. Dodgers are going to be 20 games above 500. Someone has to win the NL Central. Other than that... Sadly, someone has to win that. Uh, sadly, the AL and NL Central exist right Yeah, now. right? It's just bad. Like, the Padres are worse than the Mets right now. No, yeah. one's, no one is talking about that, but the Padres are statistically and record-wise, I believe. I could be wrong about record, but, like, offensively, they're worse than the Mets, which is crazy because the Mets went a four-game series out hitting a home run. And the Padres starting pitching, other than Darvish, has not been great either. And those are the two teams that spent the most in the offseason. I will say, what I give the Mets credit for is, you know, they, they're in this stretch where they're struggling a lot. But instead of standing pat, they've, they, and they, you know, you don't have to go out and make, like, move moves. You don't have to make trades. They've stuck to their guns. They're, they called up the young guys. They got the young guys up. Beatty's playing well, I will say. Alvarez has been has been playing better, and they just called up Vientos. They're they're making moves and they're they're sticking with them, kind of like the Yankees stuck with Volpe, and he's playing better now. Um, but they're they're really they're doubling down on the fact of look, they can you guys can fix the problem in house. They truly believe that. Um, so I think that that's something to take note of as a Mets fan, like to be proud about that. It, it's um, the, the, the trust is there for those guys. Yeah, and I mean, the whole thing was like giving the young guys time. And Alvarez, when he was not catching every day or, you know, most days, he was struggling. And you could see Alvarez is confident now. And yeah. it's crazy to think that Alvarez last year, there was a, a serious question of what position should they move him to. He is great behind the dish. 
Like, he's not good. He's been great. He's one of the top pitch framers in the MLB right now, which is insane to think about because they were like, you know, what position you do we You called up a great pitch framer, too. So you're really, really good defensive catcher coming up. Gary Sanchez is not, he's DHing. You wait. He'll get behind the plate somehow. No, he won't because the, they have, I I don't know what they're going to do with Gary Sanchez. That's that's a good they're question. They're going to end up releasing him soon because he sucks. You, you'll see it soon. Dude, you own a Gary Sanchez shirt. I, look, look, did I root for Gary at one point in my life? I did. But did I re- read the writing on the wall way before the Yankees cut ties with him? Yeah, I did. Release the Kraken. That's all Release, I'm going to say. Uh, you know. Release I, the Kraken. You know what? I hope he gets. He is someone that. He's low key killing AAA pitching. He is, which, I mean, he should be. I know, but like before he was not. Yeah, like, <laughs> but he should be. But, you know, he's somebody that I see and he works hard. You, you know, you see it all the time. Teammates always talk about. How much effort this guy puts in he you know he really cares a lot it's just like you watch him like as a yankee fan i've never in my entire life well aaron hicks is getting there with me even though he just drove in a run i've never been more frustrated watching a player than gary saying i mean the pass balls the you know like we talk about we just talked about pitch framing like that and then the offense it's like oh well he's an offensive minded catcher He's an offensive-minded catcher that's batting 200 and strikes out all the time. No, that's not. That doesn't cut it for me. So you know what? I hope. I wish him the best. Um, I you know, maybe he'll get up to the Mets and he'll make an impact. I hope he's there for the Subway Series because that'd be an interesting. That one. would be interesting. I think um, the only reason the Mets called him are calling him up. Apparently, I think Andy Martino just tweeted like right before we started. But uh, I think the only reason is because it, it's no surprise. Uh, that the Mets are lacking power. They did last year. They do this year. I think. Uh, I think their hope was like you know maybe he can add a little pop, but you know, the worst the thing with him is if it doesn't work out, you cut ties. It's an easy way to cut ties. Um, I like if you find lightning in a bottle with them. Yankee fans have seen it. If you find lightning in a bottle with them, I mean, dude, it, he, he hit some. He hit some bombs back in the day, dude. He did, and like it just kind of it was so quick. Like, you know, we were just talking about a certain pitcher that whose spin rate is down. We're not going to get into it, and uh, we were saying some guys just come up really fast, and they they have a good first couple years, and then they kind of pan out. That's why a major league career is so short. But that's kind of what happened with Gary, and everyone thought it was he was going to be this this next thing, and the Yankees gave him all of the leeway in the world, and. You know, everyone always said, oh, this year's the year. This year's the year. It never panned out. Um, I think that he could potentially help out the Mets, but I will say I really do like that the, that the Mets are sticking with the young guys and kind of going with that approach, um, especially because I have been critical of them in the past of, like, I mean, look at the pitching staff. They're, they're all late 30s, early 40s. Tyler McGill's been holding the fourth, though. I agree, but my point being is like, I, w- I was sitting there and I was like, man, are they going to become like the Yankees of old and sign all these old guys and then they're stuck with a bunch of old guys? Well, they're not. They're calling up young guys and uh, they're doing a good mix of both if it works out. Yeah, I mean, the Mets, they did put a lot of stock in two older guys. It's, you know, it's, it's clear. You say but- two, but Carlos Carrasco, he's 39 as well. Yeah, I mean, you could say Quintana too. I mean, you know what was really overshadowed last night was how good Senga was. 
I feel bad. He was because so good. I feel bad because it happened to Cole too. They both were really like Cole pitched. I mean, it's it's better. Like you don't want to say it's better for Senga, but like it's it'll jump out more and should be talked about more for Senga because he's a rookie and like you expect it out of Cole. But they both had great outings that like <laughs> nobody talks about because like it wasn't what happened at the end of the game. Yeah. I mean? Well, the thing with that Mets Rays game was it was like it was like two nothing most of the game and the final score was eight to seven. It all happened like, dude. That was nuts. I, I'm telling you, that was one of the best baseball. I mean, I've I've watched a lot of baseball. That was one of the best games I've seen on television, like through and through. Because like the 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 whole fluctuation of emotions was crazy. But I want to go back to Tyler McGill because he's five and two, three point eight eight ERA. You know, is he is he perfect? No, he doesn't have to be. He I mean, doesn't have to be. That he wasn't is the role that he was signed up for. No, I mean. I just, I love what he brings to the table. Uh, his mom followed me on Twitter. Super cool. Uh, nice lady. She's you stood up for her. So I stood up for her like two years ago and she just followed me because I, I was tweeting about something and she followed me. So shout out Mama McGill. But uh, yeah, I'm a, I've always been a big Tyler McGill, Tyler McGill fan. Uh, I was higher on Peterson going into this year. I was clearly wrong. I was too. And I even, even in his early struggles, I told you, I said, I think he's the one and he's not the one. <laughs> no. It's like, yeah, huh? she's the one. And then it's like, oh, nope. You made the wrong choice. <laughs> she's, she's outside trying to key your car. Like, <laughs> Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I feel for Peterson because, but uh, he clearly has some mechanical things to figure out in AAA. Not like, you know, he's still hot. Yeah, he, he's a handsome fella. Uh, he's got that going for him. Yeah, he, he he's isn't... tall. He's tall and handsome, but uh, that, that's about all that's going for him right now. Uh, but you know what? He needs he needs another year down in AAA to refine things. It's not like Mark Vientos. Mark Vientos had like what thirteen home he had runs. Nothing left to prove. Yeah, Mark Vientos is ready for the big leagues. Not to mention his arm looked strong at third base last night too. Uh, I'm just really. I was very discouraged after that National Series. It, I, I knew that the season you should be. I knew the season wasn't over, obviously, but like I was justifiably concerned, but not worried. Because, uh, like I said, the NL is so weak. If the Mets hypothetically are sixty-five and sixty-five with approximately a month and a half to go in the season, I still think they can make a wild card pretty easily. I think so. The too. NL is just the NL realistically is just it's so weak. We're watching the AL East where there's five teams who are very good. I was going to say as an outsider looking in, I'm sure anybody that is a fan of any other team that's in any other division is like, thank God we are not in the AL East. Because, I mean, every single day it's like, where is, you know, who lost, who won? Like today's a big day for the Yankees. We're watching the Yankees 3 1 game against the Blue Jays. Obviously, you really want to beat the Blue Jays, but the um, the Rays lost. Thank you, Mets, and uh, the Orioles, I believe, lost as well to the Angels. So it's a it's a day where you can make up some ground. And you know, you say, "Oh, well, it's only May." Yeah, but all literally all of these teams are so good, and with the balanced schedule, it makes almost like every day like a game where you're like, "Okay, you don't want to lose ground." Yeah, I mean, I have mixed feelings about the new schedule. I mean, I get why they did it. Uh, I think it's a great a great concept if they do it right. I think next year they'll refine it. 
back to the Orioles, though. That's a team I'm I'm so interested to see because they have everything clicking. I just simply don't think they have enough starting pitching. Yeah, but, but they can acquire starting pitching when they need it. But will they? It, I think they will. Because that they is have, the big question. They have the depth, and uh, I mean, they have nothing left to prove as a team right now. Um, all they have to do is get to the point where they can acquire it, and I'm talking about the trade deadline. Um, if they can just get to the point of acquiring the talent and being a competitive team. Now, if they fall off, which I don't think they will. I don't think they will. Um, I think their offense is way too legit to fall off. But if they do, I don't think they will, then, you know, they they have reason to kind of be like, okay, you know, we're going to wait. But, you know, give it until the trade deadline. I think they'll acquire at least one guy. Um, and that offense carries enough. I really – it it's just crazy. I – I'm having so much fun, you know, yes, there's been a lot of pain as a Yankee fan so, to this point in the season, but I'm having so much fun with the fact of how competitive every game is. But, like, for the AL East, like, I've never been so focused on how everybody is doing. But would you um, enjoy would you enjoy the AL East more this year if they played each other more? Uh, that's debatable. Um, it gives me more to pay attention to. Uh, when I know that... Like, you, know, you have more interest in non-Yankee games. Yeah, yeah. I, always I have, get that. Yeah, I have a lot of other games on throughout the course of my night when the Yankees aren't on. I do agree with that. I'm watching more neutral baseball. Yeah, because there's way more... Like, there's a lot more interesting matchups, like Twins-Dodgers. Uh, twins yeah, like, that That was one I tuned into. I fell asleep, too. Yeah. But, like, even say... Say, like, I know the Mets play the Twins in September this year. Say Twins... Just I don't know the schedule off the top of my head, but say, but say Twins Brewers is the series before. I'm gonna tune into that to see what the Twins have going for them. Yeah, like uh, it's more like neutral baseball now that I like. But like this year, for example, the Mets and Marlins played the first two weeks seven times. They're not gonna play again until late September. That I hate, but that can be refined year to year. Yeah, yeah. But absolutely. I I know I said mentioned the Marlins earlier. Uh. Other than the, if they are not playing the Mets and Braves, the Marlins have been a crazy team this year. Uh, I heard a stat this morning. They're 13 and 1. 14 and 1. They won yesterday. Oh, dude, like 14 and 1 in one run games. Last year, I believe they were 14 and like 24 the entire. So they were 10 games below 500 in one run games. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And, you know, just real quick because we're watching. We're watching it. Uh, a lot of Yankee fans were concerned about Nestor Cortez. Were you concerned about Nestor Cortez? Uh, not concerned. I just think like he naturally was going to regress a little. He was not like how good he was last year is his peak. He's not better than that. I think, uh, because he was pretty dominant last year and I just don't think his stuff is that dominant. Uh, I think his stuff is good. Well, he just gave up one run only to the blue Jays, uh, pitching six plus innings. You say plus cause he gave up a base runner in the, the for Booney went out there. He talked to him. He, he, it looks like no. Uh, that's that. The, but that's what I mean, though. He's good. But like last year, he was like challenging Garrett Cole. Like for, oh, I know. Like that's not. Who I know. He is. I just like I. I he's just, I brought he's it good up because I saw. Well, Booney just pulled him. I don't think he's hurt. But you know, they did chat, and then they went to the bullpen. I think that was more of like a what do you think type of conversation. But like this was a start where. Now, I think, again, Yankee fans have kind of done been able to do like an exhale um, to, to relax because uh, we've been playing better. 
this is kind of an exhale for Nestor because he pitched well. He pitched uh, six six plus innings, gave up one run to an electric offense. Yeah, no, that's that's a good outing. Yeah, and you feel good about that. You know, you walk away, and you know what? I'm so happy that Booney went out there and got him right now because one thing that's happened a couple times is you leave a guy out there for one batter too long, and then you don't feel as good about his outing. Nestor can leave now, and he can feel good about how he pitched. Yeah, I mean, look what the Marlins have been doing with Alcantara. They're leaving him out there too long. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I mean, he'll figure it out, I think. Well, especially because the Marlins' bullpen is better than it has been in years past. Yeah, yeah. But, they, uh, I mean, that team has improved. Um, the offense still isn't great, but they got a couple. I think, their offense is, is horrible other than a rise. I mean, Solaire has no, been I was going to say Solaire has been hitting, hitting good, absolute yeah. tank shots. He was low-key a good pick. I mean, I really hope the Marlins can hang around 500 to make it interesting. Uh, you might you might regret those words. I might, but uh, we also don't play them again until like uh, September. Oh, you might be hurt. I think it's a blister. Oh, it could be. Uh, that that's that's bad though. If it's a bl- if it's a blister, that's not good. Do you see? Do you see the way it looks though? It looks like it's a blister. Yeah, yeah. I can, he was looking at his finger. Yeah, yeah. That I thought, makes it, it and like everything kind of. Yeah, it, but if it's a blister, it's not good. Remember Rich Hill a few years ago had that blister problem. Rich Hill. When he, when he, yeah, dude, dude, I got an update on my phone today. There was like a, a runoff between like him and Miguel. Cabrera. <laughs> it was so good, dude. I I gotta I gotta find that clip. Uh, I'm gonna watch that before bed. Uh, but that's what, but just a little reflection before we close out. I think it's kind of funny that we talked a lot about just like everything baseball today. It kind of shows why the new schedule is a good thing. Yeah. I mean, like I, you have I to talk about everything. I, yeah, exactly. Like I said, you know, I miss playing my division rivals more, but at the same time, like now I feel more wholesome about baseball content than before. So, uh, that's Ryan my Ryan Weber thoughts. blows this game. I love Web Dog, but he cannot blow this game. I'm ex- I'll be at Sunday Night Baseball. You see me, Section 129. Say hello. Uh, first Sunday Night Baseball game. I'm pumped. Yeah, hey, you're, you got a 20 game plan. This is your second game. That's wild. Well, yeah. I, I know, dude. After that National Series, I'm like, yay, 19 games left. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now, now I'm excited. I got, you know, 19 more. I'm not going to be at all of them. Uh, cause they're my dad's too. Uh, and he's taking friends some days, but cause he doesn't love you as much as his friends. I mean, I don't blame him. I, I don't blame him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, uh, well, but just, you know, prior commitments and stuff, but yeah, I'm excited to be there Sunday night. Yeah. So that's, that's all we got for today. If you guys have anything that you'd love her for us to discuss, um, reach out. We love reviews and. Appreciate you all. Yeah, hopefully getting some guests back on soon. Shout out Joey and Caroline. You were awesome last time. And uh, peace out. Peace.